Hi, folks, and welcome to the Empowering Dietitians podcast, where each week I explore a different topic to help you feel more confident and connected to your work as a dietitian. I'm your host, Jess Sertikoff Ramola, a registered dietitian, dietitian supervisor, and owner of Empowering Dietitians, where I help burnt out and unhappy dietitians opt out of hustle culture and reclaim their passion and purpose as a human first and dietitian second. After all, we are all more than a dietitian. Welcome to another episode of Empowering Dietitians Shorts, my less than 10 minute episodes that focus on reflection questions and affirmations for you to sit with throughout the week. Today, I'm discussing the duality of enoughness and growth, reconciling our drive to learn and grow and develop ourselves with the beauty of being in the present moment with ourselves exactly as we are. It's about tempering a growth mindset with a rejection of scarcity and perfectionism and healing the parts of us that we're told coasting or accepting ourselves as we are is complacent, lazy, or wrong. As dietitians, we are so rarely taught to feel comfortable with enough. Honestly, if we zoom out even more, we as humans, surrounded by capitalistic values, are rarely taught to feel comfortable with enough. In fact, I often use the made-up word enoughness when I'm talking about these concepts because alternatives in the English language are so steeped in judgment and derision that they hardly feel appropriate. Complacent is perhaps one of the dirtiest words you could ever mention. It's lazy, right? Another word that is rife with judgment and negative connotations. In fact, I always thought complacent meant like kind of content with where things are and how things are, like not having a strong drive for change or innovation or something to that effect. I googled it for the episode and it's actually defined as quote, showing smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. Yikes. Maybe contentment or contented is an exception, a word that means happy and at ease, like satisfied, willing to accept something. But even this word, which by itself seems innocuous enough, is often used in our Western culture almost patronizingly or pityingly. Like, oh, isn't that cute that you're content as you are? The true accolades are given to those who never rest on their laurels, right? The ones who are constantly growing and learning and evolving and innovating and climbing and improving. (sighs) Never satisfied. Always moving forward. We internalize that early on, and it, of course, gets perpetuated in the field, constantly striving to be the best, to learn more, being reminded of how much we still have left to learn. Perfectionism, breeding imposter feelings, spurring us all on to constantly improve ourselves. 
Our bookshelves are full of titles about self-improvement or business building or niche nutrition topics we want to learn more about. We chase credentials and trainings and webinars. And even beyond our conditioning, many of us may genuinely value growth. I know I do. I value humility and growth, understanding that I am still a baby of a person. I saw recently a video of someone explaining, it was on TikTok, all my stories and anecdotes are from TikTok, let's be real. Um, but it was explaining how if we consider that adulthood starts at, you know, 21 years old, I've only been an adult for like 12 or 13 years. I am just entering like my teenage years of adulthood, so to speak. I'm still very new to it all. I have so much to learn about myself and others and the world around me. And so I wonder sometimes if you ever feel resistant to concepts like contentment or enough. Might they feel uncomfortable after decades of being taught to stay restless and always moving? As nice as they sound on paper, do you trust yourself to embody them without finding yourself stuck in a rut of sameness and stifled dreams? Is your growth mindset preventing you from embracing your space of enough? From truly allowing you to step out of hustle culture? When we either value growth ourselves or have been conditioned to push for constant growth through society, or some combination of the two, how do we not fall into scarcity with it? How do we not feel like imposters comparing ourselves to all that we have yet to become? Can we find a place of enough within us without meaning that we stop learning and growing? These are the questions I want us to sit with, these and a few others, of course, that I will leave with you as I begin to wrap up this episode. So grab a pen and paper if you have them handy, or come back to these over the next few days. Think about questions like, how do I feel about words like enough and contentment? How do I feel like about words like growth and improvement? Have I found harmony between my enough and a desire for growth, or does one carry more weight than the other? And how does that impact my life? What might it look like to bring these two concepts into better balance? What would balance look like for me? How much of my growth mindset feels aligned and authentic versus conditioned by hustle culture? And what does success mean to me? And how does it relate to concepts of enough and growth? And of course, let's end today with a few affirmations. You can repeat after me or simply choose one or several to hold close to you and repeat and remind yourself throughout the week. Enoughness and growth can coexist. I learn and grow from a space of enough. I release scarcity and imposter thoughts from my life. I allow myself to be still 
to coast, to tread water as needed. My worth is not tied to the pace of my growth. I embrace the ebbs and flows of my growth and evolution. I sit with the discomfort of rejecting the false urgency of the culture around me. I allow myself to be. And one of my favorites that shows up in these episodes quite often. I am enough, exactly as I am. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Empowering Dietitians podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there are two things you can do that dramatically help support the show. First, leave a quick rating and or review of the show on your podcast listening app, particularly Apple Music. This helps new listeners find the show. Second, sharing this episode with a dietitian friend can also go a long way in helping us spread the empowering dietitian's message far and wide. And speaking of supporting one another, please don't be a stranger if you find yourself in need of that supportive space yourself. There are a number of ways to work with me from one-on-one supervision packages to my course abundance and periodic standalone masterclasses and workshops. The best way to stay up to date on which of those services and offerings are available at any given time grab my free dietitian journal to sign yourself up for my email list at www.empoweringdietitians.com slash free. That's www.empoweringdietitians.com slash F-R-E-E.